we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to talk about the vaccines and a possible vaccine mandate that might be coming down the road and some inconsistencies and contradictions. As you guys know, if you've been listening to this podcast, I mean, even within the last year, but certainly if you go to the back catalog, I've consistently been anti-vaccine. Uh, since 2017, I mean, prior to that, but I mean, since the podcast started in 2017, since 2017. And look, I find it disconcerting what is going on. Now, am I surprised what's going on? No. If you go back to, uh, it must be like episode 300 or so, back in March of 2020, when the lockdown occurred, I had predicted what was going to happen. And one of the predictions I made was the whole vaccine, the whole virus, which is a legitimate virus. I don't, I'm not of one of those people who thinks it doesn't exist. It's just a more virulent form of, of another virus, which is influenza. Influenza has been around forever. It's going to be around forever. They have a vaccine for it. It does kill a lot of old people annually. And COVID's no different. COVID's a virus. It's going to be around forever. And uh, it's just a question of how we're going to deal with it. And it's interesting. The dissimilarities between how we think we need to treat these two viruses. So the push is now to, to do a vaccine mandate. Now, whether this will be locally or by state or national, it, it, it's, it's not really determine yet but the the vaccine was always the goal the vaccine was the end game you can get more people exposed to it you can get more people sick from it if there's long-term side effects from it big pharma is going to love that because this is how we treat medical problems is through pharmaceutical drugs you can't sue them because Reagan passed that in 1986. You can't sue pharmaceutical companies for side effects of any drugs that you take, and vaccines are drugs. So, look, I'm not going to cast aspersions. If you personally decided to get the vaccine, that was your choice. We have choices. That's, that's what America is founded on, freedom. So if you have the choice to take it, people have the choice not to take it. And I gave you the arguments about 10 episodes back, five reasons why I wouldn't take the vaccine, the jab, the devil serum, whatever you want to call it. But I think it's it's more it's more pressing the idea of the, the lack of freedom in America now where so many people are totally okay with a vaccine mandate. Compulsory vaccination. This is so anathema to the ethos of America and American history where the government would have, quote, the right, close quote, to inoculate you against your will. 
Now, are there antecedents to this? Yes, it's Jacobson versus Massachusetts. This was a 1905 case where the Supreme Court said it was okay for a local area to give a smallpox inoculation for like emergency outbreaks. But I think if the powers that be that want the Great Reset, the globalists, so to speak, are really pushing for a, a, a widespread national mandate on this vaccine. They could try to use that as precedent, but I, I would hope to think our Supreme Court would say it's unconstitutional, a vaccine mandate. And those who would try to use Jacobson versus Massachusetts understand that was specific to a region and for a, a, a large outbreak. So if you live in North Dakota or Wyoming and there's no outbreak at all, that doesn't seem to apply. Now, Jacobson mm-hmm. versus Massachusetts could theoretically apply to a hot spot. Let's say there's a hot spot of outbreak in Bronx. Maybe they could use that to forcefully inoculate. But I think... It's a bigger issue. So a lot of people you would think who know American history would say this is completely against the principles of the founding fathers. The principles of the founding fathers, of course, was limited, if not pretty much non-existential, non-existing federal government. In other words, so like very limited. So there's two ways you can interpret the Constitution. There's strict and liberal interpretation. So a strict interpretation of the Constitution is what the Founding Fathers had and intended. Those things that are enumerated for the federal government to do, they can do it. So like Articles 1 and 2. So you can wage levies and tariffs, protect the borders. Okay, federal government, that's what you can do. If it's not enumerated in the Constitution or listed out, these are things the federal government can do, either the legislative or judicial or executive branches. Federal government can't do it. The liberal interpretation, liberal loose interpretation, loose construction, as I would say, of the Constitution would say those things that the Constitution says the federal government, if it says that it can't do it, then you can do it. So it's like, okay, well, it, it says here the federal government can do this, 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 but doesn't say it can't do that. And that's how you get the idea of a living document that the Constitution is. The Constitution is not a living document. So like Obamacare, national health insurance provided by the government, a strict interpretation of the Constitution, the conservatives would say no, because it doesn't say in the Constitution that they can do it. The loose liberal interpretation of the Constitution says, well, it doesn't say you can't. The federal government can't do it. And so see how many things can be put or so many licenses or or exercise of power the federal government can do now under loose interpretation of the Constitution. I mean, look at the CDC announcing its, its divine edict that people who own rent properties cannot kick people out for not paying their rent what does the cdc have to do with anything the city that is that's not the cdc's purview so you see a lot of unscrupulous renters just but yeah i'm not going to pay my rent even though they can pay their rent because they know that the the landlords can't kick them out but either way so you would think okay well enough americans know 
the founding fathers anticipated very small government because that's what they were escaping. They were escaping what they perceived in the 18th century to be overreaching government. Can you imagine now? You know, and a lot of you guys love technology. Oh, technology is great. It can be on Snapchat, TikTok, internet. No, technology has been a nightmare. Let's go back to 1990. Because really, what has technology given us? Oh, now we can be on phones all the time. Oh, okay. Now we have email. Well, okay, we have internet. Yeah. Theoretically, internet's great because all information that we've ever gathered in, throughout human history, collated in all these great libraries of human history, now are at the tip of your of your your fingers. But do we do that? Do we do we use the internet more often than not to learn about Pythagoras or to learn about the life cycle of the Venus flytrap or to learn about read Thomas's Thomas Hobbes's Leviathan which is a treatise on overreaching government no most people use it for what porn stupid stuff so technology has destroyed America and in the way it's destroyed America is cuz look in the 18th century <laughs> the the colonists and it would take weeks for edicts to come from, from King George III, felt that that was overreaching the taxation that they were doing. Look at it now. We're data mined and surveilled every second of our life. Everything you Google, tracked. Siri can listen to you. Your cable box has a camera that spies on you. Go to that episode I did two years ago. NSA, which is bigger than the CIA, admitted 10 years ago. Yeah, every text can be intercepted. Every email can be read. Every phone call can be intercepted. A lot of you have cameras in your houses for security. All those all those images can be sold. Your, your biometrics, a lot of you work at a place where you have to do an eye retinal scan or a thumb scan, sold to third parties. You're walking the streets, surveilled. I mean, we know this. Watch movies like Enemy of the State with Will Smith. We're constantly watched. So technology is bad because whenever government wants to round you up, you're like, well, I took the vaccine. But again, there, there's, there was that great bishop. What was his name? He was a Lutheran during World War II. Niemeyer, I think was his name. But you know, I wish I didn't think about it. But he was like, you know, when they came from the trade unionists, I didn't say anything because I wasn't a trade unionist. And then they came for the socialists, and I didn't say anything because I wasn't a socialist. And then they came for the the blah, 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 and, I didn't get, and then they eventually came for me. And there was no one to say anything. So you could, be, you could be all righteous. Oh, I'm vaccine. I believe in the experimental gene therapy that's only been out, been around for less than a year. But look, it's a question of principle of freedom, freedom. So we are surveilled. We have no freedom. We are constantly being tracked. Things we say, things we do. You know this on Google. You search for a dress. Next thing you know, there's an ad for a dress. The next time you go to work, you know, whatever blog. We are constantly tracked. Minority Report, the old Tom Cruise movie. Spielberg knew what was going on. He's part of the globalist. He knew what was going on. He put ideas in there. You walk, he, Tom Cruise walks by and there's a personalized ad for him. So guys, it's bread and circus. Just keep us dumbed down, fat, 
and stupid by watching TV and sports all the time because that's what they want. Dumbed down citizenry, easier to control. So going back to the founding fathers, most people don't know that the founding fathers thought government was dangerous. This is why they spread it out between states, municipalities, counties, government, dangerous. But if you ask most Americans, half of them, oh, the government's great. It gives us stuff. It's paternalistic. They wouldn't use the word paternalistic because they've been dumbed down by public schools. But it's paternalistic. It's good. They give us things. You don't think they were doing things back then? You don't think like Louis XIV was like, here is a palace because you did this. And then five years later, you're out of favor. So I'm going to take away your palace. But now they have more power to intervene in our life. And they intervene every second. The most intrusive example of federal government in 1910 was your post office. Every time I had a little post office, you go get your mail. Now what's the most intrusive thing? Your government knows everything about you and you help them out. You help them out by giving them information. Courtesy cards you use at supermarkets, all that is sold to third parties. And the other things I've told about, we talked about Facebook, Snapchat. Twitter, all that data mind. You are the prey. We have that episode. You are the prey on these things. That's why they're free. Because Facebook, Google, sell these to third parties. You don't know who they're selling them to, but we're all being tracked. So going back, so you would think, okay, well, people would be against a vaccine mandate because they know that it's against freedom. Most Americans don't have any concept of... the founding fathers ethos why two reasons one open borders so there's tons of people in this country who don't even know anything about the fighting fathers and most of them come from countries with what overreaching authoritarian governments who mismanage their own countries and that's why they're coming here but they don't make that connection just like idiot californians idiot liberal californians they leave california and they don't realize oh i'm leaving because the state's completely mismanaged and I'm overtaxed, and they have draconian lockdowns. So they go to where? I mean, 40 years ago was Washington State. That's why Washington State's left, and they went to Oregon. Then they went to New Mexico. Then they go to Colorado, Arizona, and now Texas. And they bring their idiot leftist ideology, and they don't never make the connection. Oh, you know what? It's my ideology that destroyed California, and now it's going to destroy these, these states. And now you see all these states becoming battleground states because they're idiot Californians who don't realize that. Look at the Vietnamese boat people. One of my closest friends from college, her family, she was like a baby. They had to flee Vietnam in 1975 in the fall of Saigon. They saw the evils of communism and they came to America because America was the last bastion of freedom. When this country falls, where are we going to go? There is no other place. So you have idiot liberal Vietnamese people, like, don't you make the connection as to why you had to leave Vietnam? You see this with the Cubans. You see this with the Venezuelans who all left. You see this with the Eastern Europeans. They all see the evil of communism. But see, that was overt communism. That was political communism. Now we have Antonio Gramsci communism, right? It's, 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 it's social. That's how they infiltrate things. So you don't know it's communist. You don't know it's Marxist thinking. But postmodernist Ideology is Marxist thinking. Second, third wave feminism is Marxist thinking. 
certainly any any proponent of lockdowns is Marxist thinking. It's not American thinking. So that's one thing. So you have the, you have the foreigners, but the big thing is just government schools. And I wouldn't say government schools. I would say private schools too. Most private schools. Kids have been so indoctrinated by leftist high school social studies teachers, and certainly in college, that most of them couldn't even name five of the ten amendments, the Bill of Rights, the first ten. They couldn't name them. They couldn't tell you the ninth and tenth, which arguably are the most important. Those things not enumerated here are given to who? The states and who? The individual. We have God-given rights. So the vaccine mandates go against those things. Not to mention the irony of how, let's look at some places that aren't requiring vaccine mandates. See, because see, Biden, I think, knows that a vaccine mandate would not fly. And you're going to see it in the military. Like, what are they going to do now that they made it mandatory in the military? There's going to be military people who are not going to take the vaccine. Are they going to throw them in, the, in, the, in, in, in jail? Are they going to hold them down? But he understands. It's like uh, I don't think I don't think it's smart to vaccine mandate because we're you know there's a lot of people have guns and the ones who are typically against the vaccine have the guns. But he's going to make his lackeys do. And who are his lackeys? Businesses. So he's in. No, that's why businesses are doing. How many businesses are making it mandatory to take the vaccine? Because they know. Then push comes to shove. A lot of people will take it, in risk of losing their job. So it's almost like a fascistic thing where corporations are essentially working for the government at the government's behest. That's fascism. That's the definition of fascism. But let's look at some companies or organizations that are not mandating vaccines for their employees. The White House, the FDA, the CDC, you work at these places, they're not mandating vaccines. This reminds me of that episode I did, how how Steve Jobs never let his kids use iPads or any smart technology back you know, 10, 15 years ago when it came out. How much of Silicon Valley executives don't let their kids touch any smart technology because they know, they know it's addictive. They know it's bad for the developing mind. So you have this outright hypocrisy from these quote power places these technocratic power know-it-all watchdog organizations which we know are not watchdog it's a revolving door go to this episode i did two years ago fda cdc don't give a damn about you but these organizations are like take the devil serum take the devil serum take the devil serum but we're not taking the devil serum we're not stupid do as I say, not as I do. I mean, how many of those those photo ops that you saw with Biden, other people taking the vaccine? How do you even know that's the vaccine? That could just be, you know, could just be saline. Who knows? We don't know. How do you even know when there's a spike? Oh, there's there's a there's a there's a delta spike in blah 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 Southern California. The numbers are going up. How do you even know that? They could just be making that up to push more people to take the vaccine and to give a legitimacy to a vaccine mandate. Now, you could say, Gregor, that's so cynical. You don't know that. But you don't know that those vac- that those numbers are legit. You have trust in government? B, 
big overreaching government? You have trust in corporations? You have trust in big pharmaceutical companies whose number one interest and priority is what? Profit. That's why they're in business. They don't care about you. We talked about this with big food. Like, oh, I know McDonald's doesn't care about me. That's why they put in all the additives and make the food addictive. But you think big pharma cares about you? Their allegiance to the board of directors, to profit, stockholders. Don't be naive. Trust no entity. Because most of them are corrupted because human beings are corrupted. Keep your body intact. Like 1 Corinthians says, your body is a temple. Keep it as clean as you can. And look, if you wanted to put in experimental gene therapy that hasn't been around for more than a year for a vaccine that has a, what, 99.4% survival rate, that is your choice. But any sort of vaccine mandate, whether local, state, or certainly national, is completely unconstitutional and completely against the ethos of the founding fathers who made this country, made it great. But so many people are dictated by fear. And what did Franklin say about fear? Those who give up security for freedom get neither neither, and deserve neither. You're not thinking with your head. And if you want to get the vac because you're high risk, great. What they should have done, like I told you a long time ago, a year ago, high risk people recommend you stay home and quarantine because you have high comorbidity. You're more at risk of dying recommend that's what government should have done recommend everyone else go about your business it's up to you you do what you want you are in charge of your body this 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 strange idea that people should know better than government who doesn't know anything about you your personal health or anything like that you know what Reagan used to say? It's like the, the seven scariest words to hear is someone knocks on your door and says, hi, I'm from the government. I'm here to help. They had no right to lock down and destroy the economy because that's what they wanted because they wanted more people dependent on the government. So people, don't say you don't have time to read the Constitution. Or constitutional theory. You have time to watch the Kardashians or watch football. You can name every starting quarterback in the NFL. You devote time to fantasy football or watching Bravo all day. So don't say you don't have time. You just misallocate because we are all dumbed down and it's all about bread and circus. And this is why America is falling apart because there's not enough well-educated people who understand that government is a dangerous master, but a useful servant. It's like fire. We need it small, not big. And it is so big right now. And look, America's falling apart partly because of that. Either way, guys, it's up to you what you want to believe. If you think it's good that the, the, the government comes door to door, then what's next? I mean, if they establish a precedent hiding behind uh, the, the, the COVID scare, then what's next? They'll come door to door for what? So you might be like, I already got the vaccine. I don't have to worry about door to door. I don't care. I don't care. Then they'll come for what? 
then maybe it's going to be something that you care about or something affects you. So again, we have to stand up against tyrannical government for the principle of it, not for your self-interest. By the way, guys, I could talk another hour about this, but. If you enjoy my content, please post an honest review. It would take you five seconds. I'll read it online. I'll read it on air, I should say. If you have an Apple product, please post an honest review. It takes you five seconds. There's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal. Please donate because it costs money to host this on a server. Also, there's a link for Naturopathic Earth, my website. Go check out all the podcasts. All 700 of them are over there. And several articles. We appreciate that. And lastly... Help out the algorithm by subscribing to The Awakened Man, The Female Holistic Health Apothecary, and Confessions of an Obese Child. Until next time, take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to The Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at The Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time.